Sports is the Sluggo. Slant and go. Texas. All right, fellas, we'll start off the show tonight by saying only got one computer, so I don't know what's going to happen here. This could be a total cluster, but that, I got it right. Look, we're off to a good start. Nice start. Next next to me here from Calaboogie Sound and Tafuski Island, South Carolina, I think. Is that where you're at tonight, Case? Yes, sir. Absolutely. Casey the Beef Kerrigan. show is named after him, and way up and over there <laughs> is the mayor of Pula, Georgia, the biggest Georgia fan in Pooler, That's Zach right. Locks Parker. <laughs> so, guys, it's uh, show number 67. Um, mm-hmm. We had a good week last night. Not yes. everybody thinks seven and two is a good week, though. There was <laughs> I'm not sure what he's expecting from the three of us and knuckleheads. But there was a comment on the Instagram that said, hey, I finally got whatever, my earbuds fixed, and um, uh, there's some stuff you guys talked about last week that didn't come true. And I'm like, wait a second, wait a second. We went seven and two. I'm not sure how it happened or why it happened or if it'll ever happen again. Right. And we talked about the games that had happened before that. So I am not sure what he's talking about. Well, Devil's Advocate says he's not wrong, though. We did get some things wrong, but we got way more things right. Yep. Beef. Good evening, y'all. Kevron saying hello. Clemson's going to beat Syracuse this Friday. Go Tigers. Always good to see you, pal. Thanks for checking in. From Checking in, in, Kevron. You're number one again this week. Yeah, we got a couple things wrong. But as we were talking pre-show, seven and two for a professional gambler, that's pretty good. And for three knuckleheads, it's real good. (laughs) may may never happen again. Emphasis on knuckleheads. Yes, definitely, definitely. Okay, fellas, we're off to a rollicking star here, and I got a quick rant, um, speaking of Instagram and Facebook. For about nine years now, I've been putting out highlights, and I'm sure you guys have I've seen some of those highlights, and I think, Beef, that's probably how we connected originally. So I put out these highlights of Clemson, win, lose, or draw. Of course, more when they win, because, duh, there's more highlights, right? And uh, right. <laughs> uh Lately, the folks have been really testy. Now, I got all kinds of people on those pages, Clemson fans and non-Clemson fans, and, you know, whatever, Alabama fans, and we kicked that tail, and LSU fans, they were there for about a month. <laughs> but lately, it's been ah. – <laughs> Yeah, we'll talk to you in 2025. <laughs> uh, lately, it's been Clemson fans who, for some reason, can't watch a highlight. Like, let me back up a second. I have delete. I have um, uh, banned about three people in nine years, and generally it's for just you know language that you know. There's kids on those pages and everything, and and I just don't want to deal with it. Between the three of us, if we want to use that language, great. Don't use it on a, a public page with my name on it, et cetera, right. et cetera. Right. So, I, but I've hardly banned anybody. They can be critical of Clemson. They can say good things about Clemson, whatever. You know, Alabama fans come in there and take shots. Isn't that what the Internet's for in, in some regard, right? 
But the last couple of weeks have been horrible. Um, I cannot post a highlight of the 1981 championship game <laughs> without somebody making a comment about the 2021 team. And I, those people probably aren't listening to this podcast, but I'm here to tell you, I'm banning you. It's it's okay if you're critical of the team. You know, it's it's okay if you say, well, you know, uh, DJ missed a guy on the curl there. That's not what I'm talking about. Right. You know, or DJ threw that one a little high and made him jump for it. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about these guys suck and, and, and worse, believe me, and worse. So public announcement. You you can be critical of the team, but try not to do it on the throwback Thursdays from the 1990s. I mean, really, that doesn't have anything to do with 1921, right. uh, 1921, 2021. And be a grown-up. Criticize their play. Not that they suck, and you know, just grown men can't control themselves because their team's three and two. So that's my public service announcement for the day. Like I said, I know the people who are making those comments don't listen to this show or watch this show. But that's okay. That's okay. It, it's funny too. Like even the bigger uh, Southern News Reserve is huge, but even uh, JP and some of these other other sites that are on. Facebook as well as having the same problems. So it's yeah. like the same thing. It's, the language doesn't need to happen. I mean, we use colorful language on Chop and Beef, but it's at each other. It's not at any players <laughs> or anything like that. But uh, as far as like, you know, these at the end of the day, too, you have to remember that these are kids, man. They're yeah. still kids, young men, no question. But Woo. I don't know. Maybe in our yeah. older age, we're softening. I don't know, Marty. <laughs> well, I never, I never use that type of language. I do. Obviously you guys know I do on the text, but, but I'm saying in public, I mean, if that's your reaction to winning a game by six points is you got to go drag the 1981 highlights through, you know, what <laughs> happened last Saturday. I just don't get it. I don't get the mindset and I don't think you're, you're, are you solving anything? Are you, you know, are you using your brain? If you are, I'm scared for your brain. But, you know, anyway, I've, I'm banning people. I've banned two in the last week, and I hate to do that because it's probably frustration. But, again, think of the other people that are on that page, and a lot of them don't want to hear that. The majority of the people on that page don't want to hear it. You know, if you wanted to hear it, you'd be on the text chain with us on I was going to say Saturday, but Friday night this week, which we'll get to, yeah. we'll get to in a minute. So anyway, that's my uh, public announcement for the week. Hey, fellas, last week was an incredible week of college football. And I hate to say it this way. Sounds kind of weird to say, but Clemson was off. So we got to see, you know, I got to spend my whole Saturday. Beef and I watched Clemson uh, almost. I don't flip the channel very often, maybe halftime. I know, Zach, you have a couple of TV setups, uh, whatever, right. but. We had the full experience last weekend, and it was glorious. And I wanted to start out with Texas and Oklahoma because that's in my uh, my region here. And what a fantastic game, uh, especially if you're not a big Texas fan because they blew a 41-23 to lead with two minutes and 45 seconds to go in the third quarter. But the things I wanted to talk about is I told you guys about Bijan Robinson, and he it, it looked like Madden out there with that dude running mm-hmm. across the field and all over the place. I think he's gonna he may not win the Heisman this year, but he's got a chance next year. If he I don't even know what year he is, but fantastic running back. They had a receiver Xavier Worthy who had 157,000 yards receiving, but he also had a crucial fumble. Um, 
Texas looks good on offense. They look horrible on defense. And speaking of looking horrible on defense, I got in a little uh, little argument there with Nelson uh, uh, over the, during the week about Oklahoma's defense, and he's throwing out you know metrics with me, and they're number twenty six in the SP plus. I said, I don't care what they are in SP plus. They can't tackle. Did you watch the game? <laughs> Did you watch Texas and Oklahoma? And I watched them the week, and you said, well, Texas has a great offense. No wonder they look bad. No, I watched them the week before against Kansas State. Kansas State doesn't have what Texas has on offense, but Oklahoma still didn't tackle them. So, uh, Locks, did you see this game, uh, and what did you think of it? I saw I did not see the whole game. Uh, I will tell you this. I was getting ready to go <laughs> hit the golf ball. Uh, but I did see the beginning of it, and I ran upstairs to change to go and leave, and – a rare sight happened. Mrs. Locks was watching the game and she said, come here, you got to see this. So something must have been happening. Uh, <laughs> she was very excited about it. It was just some wild plays right from the get-go. It was, it was, it was a track meet up and down the field. So uh, I was following it. I did have it on my phone while I was out on the golf course, but um, just epic collapse by Texas. Terrible. Um, but obviously Oklahoma, you know, they know that they have a, a real backup quarterback in, and it'll be interesting to see if, if he gets to start this coming week. Um, he he brought him right back in the game. Spencer Spencer Rattler just, I don't know, it just never really got going for him. This whole year he's just kind of been just floating along. And, boy, maybe uh, maybe this made him a little more inspired just to show he's not, you know, invincible. He's not the starter possibly after this. Yeah, uh, well, the report was today that um, there was an Oklahoma student who was on about the 40th floor looking through binoculars. I swear this is true. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, because it, it was close to the public. Yeah, and saw, well. saw that uh, the other guy was taking their first team snaps, and now Lincoln Riley has closed all practices in not speaking to the media about that. And, uh, and apparently they're knocking down the chemistry building. <laughs> Well, they didn't didn't need it anyway, Casey. I mean, come on. Nelson Willie chimes in, says he's protected himself. I said they were better, not great, and the Oklahoma defense did play better in the second half. They were awful in the first, and he's not wrong there. Bijan Robinson is a sophomore, a true sophomore, so he does have another year to play. And uh, Caleb Williams is the quarterback that will be the new starter at Oklahoma, according to the 40th floor binoculars. <laughs> <laughs> and he's already, here's the, here's the thing. He's already got Heisman odds out, at least in one place. Wow. He's, he's played one part of one game. One really, and, uh, but people don't rush to judgment. He's, he's yeah. going to be a Heisman. Now this week when he goes five for 22 with 600 yards rushing, you know, he, he might still win the Heisman. Yeah, I, was, I was having a conversation with everybody's favorite Twitter site, big game boomer the other day. And, <laughs> He is. Uh, this is a true story. He is not sold. He's an Oklahoma guy. He he w- grew up a Clemson fan. Actually, I know Clemson people don't believe it, but he did. Um, sent me a picture with him in Clemson uniform. But he said he's not sold on Caleb Williams' arm, but he definitely likes his moxie and uh, is excited to see and and hates Rattler. So not like uh, take that with a grain of salt because of who it is. But that's that's as close to the Oklahoma program as I get. All right. Uh, Nelson's got a lot of comments tonight there, Beef. Yeah, he said, uh, like, did anyone not believe that Caleb Williams was going to start this week? (laughs) Uh, Spencer Rattler's dad, I think, is the only person who believes that. Uh, 
That's funny. B for minus. Who did you pick for Heisman? Because now uh, Marty's pick is gone, <laughs> and so is mine. Uh, so. Do you remember? CJ Stroud, Oklahoma, Ohio State. You got a chance. You got a you got a better chance than I do times two, and Locks does. Me too. Yeah, I and DJ. Whoever's. I just thought, and it was only because of the receivers that he has. That's really the only reason I picked him. They're playing well right now. Well, and and uh, beef. Whoever you got running that uh, account that. We used to use it's, it's got my four dollars, I bet, or six dollars, or whatever it is. And they, I, I'm not getting it back, I'm not seeing that. I'm not seeing anything. I was back. gonna cash out at Christmas time when I go back up north. <laughs> well, I won't have anything for you to cash out, but I hope your other friends do. <laughs> Mississippi in Arkansas. Now, I know Locks put eyes on this game 52 51. Arkansas went for the two point conversion, which you know, what do you guys think about that? But 52 51. SEC, SEC. Locks, your takeaways from this one? Yeah, a, a Big 12 track meet broke out uh, an SEC game once again. I mean, same thing's looking like it might happen this week, too, with uh, Tennessee and Ole Miss. The Ole Miss is just uh, in the wrong conference now, right now, with Lane Kiffin calling plays. But uh, electric game, up and down. I mean, it was wild. And, I mean, what is always the rule of thumb? If you're at home, you kick. If you're away, you go for two, right? So we yeah. Analytics played, went for it. Was it the best play? I don't. I have not seen very many two point conversion plays this year that have been like mesmerizing. Like, why doesn't everyone call it play? It's just I'm remembering the the Florida two point conversion plays yeah. versus Alabama it was like jumbled up mess. You know, and, and this this wasn't that much different. That it was it's too bad. I mean, I, I kind of wanted to see him kick and go to OT, but wasn't meant to be. But it was a it was a really good game. It was fun to watch. I. Kind of partial to those type of games myself. We we uh, could have been staring at a seventy four to seventy two type game if you didn't yeah. take that. But they changed the rules now, right? The second overtime, you have to go for two. You have to go seconds. for two, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah. After none two. of that, none of that nonsense like uh, Texas A M and LSU. Beef, you take on the game. Times, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I enjoyed this one tremendously. It was one of those that was on uh, a second TV, so I had to keep flipping back and forth as we were in Florida this, this past weekend. So, uh, great game. Arkansas is tough, man. I, I really like that the quarterback there, KJ, KJ Jefferson. Yes. KJ Jefferson. Exactly. Uh, Matt Corral is, is great. He, these guys, it looked like the Big 12 at times. These guys were running wide open. Yeah. And Lane Kiffin running down the sideline again. Um because I turned it off, and then all of a sudden got an update that said that Arkansas tied the game. And I'm like, how the heck did they tie the game <laughs> yeah. late? By the time I turned it back, Matt Corral had thrown the touchdown pass to take him up again. And I'm like, this this game is crazy. Turned it off, found out it was going to the two-point conversion, turned it back on, and saw that dumpster fire of a play. And uh, But, yeah, it was fun, man. I, I, wish I, I wish I had people that liked that game in particular. I forget who else we were watching. Uh, but we would have kept it on there a little. I would have kept it on there a little longer if I had the remote. Well, you know what they say about those two point plays: the 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 great ones are the ones that work. And if yeah. no matter what you call, if it doesn't work, it's horrible. Right? Well, what I'm seeing a lot of too is these these fades, and yeah, I don't that, know why they think. I don't know. I'm 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 a novice fan, I guess, when it comes to that. But it's like, yes, you have a six foot six receiver against a five nine DB, but that ball's got to be thrown perfectly. But these slants always work. So, like, What's, what, yeah. what are you doing? 
but I don't know. Yeah, or now everybody, a lot of people are doing that like inside shovel pass, uh-huh. um, as we yeah. saw, right? The Clemson fans get jammed up. Uh, Nelson says, Caleb Williams opened up the run game for Oklahoma. No doubt about that. Even when he drops the ball and kicks it down the field, he still picks it up and Texas can't tackle him. So 66 yards, I think it was, on his very first play on a, on a fumble. He fumbled it, picked it up, and ran it in. Uh, and there you go. Yeah. Nelson also said they're they're both running Oklahoma or uh, Arkansas and Ole Miss both running a variation of old Baylor offense. So it is basically the Big Twelve. That's right. You can't keep Art Browse out of college football, no matter how hard, <laughs> no matter how hard we try. It's, it's Kendall, right? Kendall Browse there. At, well, yeah, at Ole yeah. Miss. Ole Miss mm-hmm. yeah. and Lebby, uh, Jeff Lebby. All right, Bama and Texas A and M. Texas A and M. This was this is the hilarious. Uh, game of the day for me because Texas A&M came back, beat Alabama. What a great game. And I caught the end of this one. It was a lot of fun. Parker was even watching with me uh, just because of the time. That's when he usually comes down and talks to me. Um, Bama loses to Texas A&M. And we've joked around on this show a lot, a lot, a lot about Texas A&M being overrated and the hype train for Texas A&M. Well, I sent you guys a clip from the Van Pelt show uh, this morning where he's railing on Texas A&M because uh, their texags.com site says this this proves now that uh, Texas A&M is ready to move in on Bama's A&M West. And he said, <laughs> I wish I would have brought it up for the show, but basically he said, yeah, Bama loses occasionally once in a while. Yeah, I've seen it happen. But you know what they don't do? They don't lose the Mississippi State at home like <laughs> Texas A&M did just the week before. But my takeaway, the Texas A&M hype train for next year is already rolling down the tracks. We're going to hear it next year. They're going to be in the top five. Preseason number five yeah. every year. <laughs> this this is our year. This is it. Not Well, it was this year, but we moved it to next year. Your take on this game and the Texas A&M hype train locks. I the hype train is alive and well. There's no doubt about it. But how would you like to wake up the the, the morning after the big win and be like, "Oh, nothing's changed in our conference. We're still <laughs> a game back." You know, like great. So I'm glad someone beat them, but you're still out of it. There's not really anything you can do about it. You're at the mercy of now Alabama losing again, which seems very impossible. I'd hate to be. Uh, on the Alabama football team after this week of practice, you probably don't have enough uh, toes left on your pads left on your toes after running so much. Uh, Saban was going nuts. Uh, I heard something too that before the game that the Texas A&M crowd, are they really the 12th man? Is it that really that big a deal? That field made a difference. That crowd was going crazy. It was a capacity crowd. Uh, It was nuts. It was a fun, fun game to watch the latest this guy has been up uh, in a long time. Uh, we've passed midnight here, Eastern time, Marty. You, you know I don't make it that late. Uh, I had a staff party. Uh, it was it was fun. It was it was good to watch, and you know everybody sleeps like a baby after uh, Alabama gets a loss. No doubt, beef. Your takeaway? Yeah, it was a great game. I enjoyed it gr- tremendously. Uh, having watched and listened to Zach Calzada coming in for uh, Mr. King there early in the season, like against Colorado, he was couldn't couldn't. I don't know. I, I I was questioning whether or not he was actually right-handed uh, during that game, <laughs> and then he looks unreal in the game against Alabama. But the poor kid that, that I forget who it was. I think his last name is Branch. 
<coughs> excuse me, Brian Branch, the DB number 14 for Alabama, he came in for for the starter. They were picking on him. Like I almost felt bad for an Alabama player. He's a sophomore <laughs> DB. Every time he was one-on-one, they threw it at his way, and he got beat every single time. And that just really surprised me for, for a Nick Saban defense to ha- not have somebody equal or better, not better, but equal behind uh, the starter. So Nelson, I enjoyed, Nelson I enjoyed says, it. Nelson says Parker's negotiating a better bedtime. He's 15, Nelson. He goes to bed when he wants to for the most part, and uh, he pays the consequences the next morning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Life uh, lessons at 15. Know, sure enough. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, 15 years old, you, you got to start learning how to how to be your own person at some point. Okay, fellas, this week uh, the slate is not as good, or at least it doesn't look as good um, as it did last week, at least the way last week turned out. Clemson at Syracuse on Friday night. And the crazy thing is we've got nine bets between three of us, and three of them are on this game. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, NC State at Boston College. Obviously, that has implications for Clemson. Kentucky at Georgia. Battle of undefeated. That's What's the spread now? 23 and a half locks? I don't yeah. even know. It okay. is. First time two 6-0 SEC teams have uh, played each other in the regular season. Mm. And uh, TCU is at Oklahoma. And uh, beef uh, put a little line here. Says Spencer Rattler versus Caleb Williams should be uh, uh, interesting to see how that turns out. And the drama in Oklahoma is fascinating, especially if they go out and beat TCU with um, with, with a different quarterback, forty to nothing, yeah, yeah. Or forty to seven or something. Uh, when every game they've had, it's been close. And Ole Miss at Tennessee. Which locks you've been following the over under on this game, and what was it you texted us this afternoon? I don't remember. Uh, it was it started seventy nine and a half. I checked it just before we went on. It's eighty two now over under. <laughs> wow, <laughs> the sure. highest one I've heard in a while. The Alabama uh, Ole Miss game was eighty, 80. and uh, that didn't even come close. So this one, this is going to be a real track meet. This one might come close. It might. There's not a lot of defense between those two teams for sure, and they can both score. That's funny. Uh, All right. Let me see if I can uh, negotiate my way over here because it is time. I have to pick the right thing. I can't even see what I'm doing here. Here we go. All right, fellas, it's time. The seven and two boys got to go to work. Don't think you could have done any worse if you tried. Oh, I take that as a victory. These guys aren't doing research, so why should I? Beef, you stink the most. A true believer in what they're doing in North Carolina. That's why I'm picking Virginia Tech, Tennessee. I love Spencer Rattler. I agree with Marty. I don't like this. Look, you smell it in the back door cover. All right, we're smelling it, but we're smelling good, fellas. Um, do 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 Share screen. And uh, Chrome tab. We got fire our producer. Yeah, uh, fire our producer's second computer. <laughs> there we go. There we go, fellas. Um, last week, locks two and one. Marty two and one in the show. Casey earned the title. Hail to the beef. A three and a week after. He'd already given up on the first game of the week. (laughs) Georgia Tech came back to win, and he swept the week. And by the end of the night, he was telling us that he should be named Locks. 
uh, not <laughs> Zach. <laughs> but Casey racked in 1,750 sluggo bucks by accident last week. Locks, <laughs> Locks racked in 784. I got 332 because I'm grandpa and I'm betting like a nickel a game. And, and, and I think there's another bet on that making fun of me. But over the season – Look who's the only positive net guy on in this podcast, 10,727. We started with 10,000. Casey moves into second place with 96, 70, 50. You got to get rid of that 50 tonight, Casey. I know. And <laughs> Locks pulled up the rear at 9,165. I'm sure he's going to take care of that uh, tonight. And yes. It's time for the picks. Uh, I don't even know if I have my picks up here. I do have them. There they are. All right, I'll go first this 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 week, and we're all got something on the Syracuse game, as I alluded to. As soon as this came out, I jumped on uh, Syracuse plus thirteen, uh, probably too fast because it went to fourteen. Then I saw tonight. <clears throat> saw tonight it went back down to thirteen and a half, which I would obviously prefer. The juice is one thirteen on the thirteen. Let me read you some stats for us. I told you earlier in the week I was doing some homework, which means my picks are going to be crap tonight, right? <laughs> I, I do better when I don't do any homework. Okay, Clemson, in all games against the spread, 0-4. On the road, 0-2. As a favorite, 0-4. Are we getting, are we getting, a, are we getting a theme here, Dan? Yeah. yeah. Syracuse, 4-1 in all games, 2-1 and one, um, as a uh, – under, underdog, yeah. and uh, uh, so that I mean, Clemson can't cover. And Beef and I were talking before you got jumped on locks. Every game except for South Carolina State for Clemson has been a one-score game. So why do you think they're going to win this by two scores? I watched some of Syracuse and Wake last week. Syracuse hung right with them, ran the ball really well. I don't know how many points Syracuse is going to score, but it, let's say they score ten. Do we think Clemson's going to score 24? They may, and if they do, I'll take the L for the team, for the Clemson Tigers on the on this spreadsheet. I'll take the L um, and be happy about it. So either way, my theory, either way this goes, I'll be happy. I'll win the bet or Clemson will win by more than 13. I'm taking Syracuse plus 13. I'm going to surprise you guys and go big time here. With 200 sluggo bucks. Oh, Marty. (laughs) 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 Hey, I'm in first place for reason now. Hey, you don't, if you're, if if it ain't broke, don't fix it, as they say. Yeah. You know, Clips is good for one beautiful drive per game and then a lot of frustration. But but their defense is legit. So um, I'm thinking Syracuse covers a 13. And like I said, if they don't, I'm happy. Okay. Beef, you are in second place now, so you get to go second. What's your pick on this game? Let's see what Locks has to go first. Which one do you have going first? All right, I'll go with this one then because I'm going directly. How about them Braves? There you go. Yeah. Locks, Locks, you get a little shout-out. And here here you could throw up the next comment too. Clemson is due. How many mm-hmm. – how often – is Clemson going to be due, or when? When are they due? When? Anyway, uh, my first pick this week is actually Clemson Syracuse game as well, and it's strictly because Locks locked in forty five and a half as the over under, and he said in our in our meeting in our pre show meeting that he was taking the under, 
So just to go head to head with my boy Locks, I'm taking the over minus 45.5, and I'm going to get rid of that 50 cents because I don't think I'm going to win this one. 250, 50 Sluggo Bucks. Nice. All right. 250, 50. Let me put that in the old Sluggo machine here. Locks. Well, I think we know what your bet on this game is going to be if Casey's going opposite you, but spell yeah. it out and tell us how many bucks. But in Beef, you didn't really give a real reason. Was it just because I'm going under you? 100%. Okay, 100%. just want to be yeah. sure. Uh, Clemson still has a, a stifling defense. We all know that. Uh, Syracuse scores 31.5 points a game is their average, but they also allow 24 points a game. And that's, that's really the most important point. You, you know, here – Heck, Clemson can score 28 points, but they're probably only going to give up 10, maybe 13, Marty. Same thing. I still got the under. And uh, I, I think they're going to go up there. Defense is still going to have an attitude. Syracuse, it's just, they're, they're just so Syracuse. I, I don't even know how else to say it. But you know, if, if Clemson scores 28, the fans will go nuts. I mean, you think about that. And there's a solid chance they won't. They'll probably score more like 24. So the under is the pick. Sorry, Beefer. Give me five hundred on it. Ooh, five hundred, and you've got an even number, so uh, you don't have to do that ridiculous fifty cents, <laughs> which could turn out to be the difference in the whole season. Because we're so two of us will probably have nothing in case you end up with fifty cents, and that'll be the winner. <laughs> He'll be the winner. All right, my second game, man. This team has been so good to me. Michigan State. I think I've already bet them twice this year. I I bet them to. Pick Miami. I bet the money line, and that came home for me. I picked them over the State University of New Jersey last week. They had four touchdowns of over 90 yards on New Jersey. New Jersey on Rutgers' defense. Same thing, right? Um, I just think they're better than people think. And Indiana's had trouble scoring, right? Um, so you're getting a solid, steady team uh, with Kenneth Walker, who's very close to he's the Bijan Robinson of the Big Ten just trucking Rutgers and 96-yard touchdown runs and everything else, and I'm only giving up three points. So I was joking around the last game, said I was going big on them, but I'm going huge on Michigan State, 250 sluggo bucks. Um, I hate to risk that much, but I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody remind me, are, are, are these real bucks or, or what are we doing here? I'm, I'm holding on to them. Like At this party. rate, Vegas is way off. Let's just say that. <laughs> <laughs> here we are thinking that I was like a, setting a number now. Anthony Weeks says Clemson by 17. I, I'll take I, hope it. You're, I hope you're right. I will take the L. And I'll be all right with it being 34-17 as well. 17 yeah. nothing works. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I appreciate you chiming in, Anthony. Um, been a lot, of, a lot of fun having you comment on the show. Absolutely. Okay, Beef, your second My second game is Boston College and NC State. I don't know why. I just do not. I'm not a believer in NC State, and I actually really like Devin Leary. I think it may may start at the top with Dave Doran. I just I, I just feel like NC State is just a couple losses left in in their season. I really like Boston College a lot. I love Jeff Halfley, their head coach. Dennis Grossell's kind of got to take care of the ball a little better, but he's got weapons. He's got three really good running backs. He's got Zay Flowers. Clemson learned all about their tight ends against uh, over the middle. Which why Clemson doesn't do that. I'm taking this road dog 
Boston College plus two on the road for four hundred Sluggo Bucks. Ooh, trying to make the move is beef. Yeah, I actually just, just this, wait. This was the game I was going to take Boston College on the money line here. Um, if I didn't find my third great pick, which I never did, but I, I considered taking Boston College on the money line here. I think Boston College is going to give him fits, but then Beef agreed with that, and I said, "Oh, he can have it then." Uh, <laughs> all right, Boston College plus two for four hundred bucks. Uh, Beef, you don't take the underdog very often, so that's intriguing, shall we say? Now, Zach Locks Parker chose the team next. Coastal's off this week. He couldn't take <laughs> Coastal, <laughs> but he came close. Zach, what's your second? What's your second pick? Doug Deep, boys, big time. Uh, <laughs> Real deep. Down into, I thought you were talking uh, NFL here. A game that you will not find on any television, not just your television. We had ESPN3. Ohio University versus Buffalo. Uh, the two teams have a total of three combined wins. Uh, Ohio is terrible. They're one and five. Buffalo's two and four. But I've, I, you know, going back to Coastal, I saw Buffalo play Coastal. They're not that bad. They're a decent team. Uh, I got Buffalo at ten and a half. I got. I'm going to take Buffalo to win. Uh, just the the stats just on ESPN's app stuck out at me because th- their average scoring Ohio averages 19.3 points scoring. Buffalo averages 31 points. Ohio allows 31.3 points, and Buffalo only allows 28.2 points. So something's got to give. I mean, I just think that it's it's a blowout for Buffalo. Uh, overall here, even though they're traveling to Ohio. But, you know, the crowd's not as big of a difference in the MAC. I don't think, as an SEC game. Give me 500. 500 slow-go bucks. Let me put that down. Feeling it. Big spenders here on this show, two out of three anyway. All right, my third game. Um, little team, uh, little ACC team here. Uh Virginia Tech had a, a tough loss to Notre Dame last week, and um, I don't think the crowd is going to be as into it as they were for that game, even though Virginia Tech's at home. Uh, Sandman is not going to enter this week, right? Um, this is a bet on the Pitt offense. Guess how many points Pitt scored? Let me, let me read these off to you. 51, 41, 41, 77, and 52. So remember that next week when Clemson plays Pitt. Yeah. Their lowest of the year is 41. Now, there was a horrible loss in there. We know that. So this is certainly a risk. And as I said, Tech's coming off a crushing loss to Notre Dame. The building won't have the same energy. Uh, Pitt is minus four and a half points here on the road. I probably, you know, now that I think of it, I probably should have taken the money line. Um, But four and a half, they could still win by a field goal and I win. So, Knowing that I bet what 200 and 250 that makes 450. Uh, I don't know what you guys at the over under at this week, but I'm gonna go 300 sluggo bucks here to bring the total to 750. Who won? Yes, the under hits again. Did it? What was the over under on this one? 855. Oh, 855. Okay, I'll keep keep it in. Uh, mine for next well, week. Well, it was it was five oh five or something last week, so we both, <laughs> that's why we got <laughs> that game where you go up and down, up and down until you get to the middle. So anyway. all right, Vegas will figure this one out by week fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I I I've got faith that Pitt is going to score, and Virginia Tech's not going to be able to keep up with them. Beef, I, your I agree. your third pick, beef. 
I'm going scorched earth here. Alabama on the road at Mississippi State. Alabama, I almost had a brain fart there. Like, literally, my brain just stopped working. (laughs) Alabama is 17-point favorites. The juice is not uh, very good for me, minus 113. But I just feel like it's going to be scorched earth the rest of the year. I don't care who they're playing. They're going to get it together. Um, They're running back. Brian Robinson is is ridiculous. Their receivers are just frisbee-catching dogs, as I always say. Uh, their defense will, will be fine. I'm sure they work their tails off this week in practice. I, I just, I, I think this is going to be a one of those 52-14, style games. And I'm going. I'm so confident. I'm actually going 1,250 Sluggo bucks. Oh, well, it's going to be outhouse or penthouse for the yep. beef. Hey, uh, before we get to your last pick locks, I wanted to say another reason I took Pittsburgh, they're pretty much the inverse of, of Clemson when it comes. They're 3-1 against the spread. Yeah. Um, you know, all those numbers on the road, they're 2-0. and So they're totally different than Clemson, totally opposite. It should be uh, intriguing to yeah. see what happens next week. All right, locks, your third and final game. I was just reading in the comments here, but Nelson just put up, I am in trouble next week again. Uh, he's saying that uh, I'm missing out on my coastal pick this week because I do love those guys. They play on Tuesday next week. Can I go ahead and, and lock them in tonight? And, okay, just to be sure. <laughs> Anytime you can, you can lock them in. Uh, just go tell us you want, whether you want the uh, – you're going to give up the points or take the points yeah. or whatever. I mean, uh, I'm well, uh, clears. Huge fan. Okay, and so everybody heard it. Locks is locking it. Is that you want to lock yeah, him in? We're going to stand okay. by and see the line first. But you can yeah. lock him in before the show because I offered that this week when App State played last That's night. Right. I said we can lock it in if you want to, and you could be one and zero or zero and one before the show ever starts. So if you want to lock it in next week, lock it in on uh, Monday or just before the game, whatever you want to do. Your nice. third pick tonight. Yeah, third pick, uh, I'm going to my SEC people, uh, the game we talked about earlier, Ole Miss visiting uh, University of Tennessee. This is Kiffin's uh, return to Tennessee after the uh, sneaking out in the middle of the night and they lit the city on fire, couches were burning. <laughs> as, as he left, his plane flew off. Um, just looking, again, at ESPN's app, the mysterious ESPN football power index actually has uh, Tennessee favored in this game at 53.8%. So they're expecting a tight one. Um, I got Ole Miss uh, as a three-point favorite. I'm going to take them uh, to win by the three points. I think it is going to be a track meet at over-under. It's too high for me at 82, uh, but I expect it to be pretty pretty far up there. You know, uh, I, I just don't think – I don't think Tennessee is going to be able to hang. I, I don't know what it is about it. I, I've seen them play the past couple of weeks to put up some really big points, but I, I think Ole Miss is just a better team overall, athlete wise. So, um, give me give me Ole Miss here in three points. And Sluggo Bucks, uh, we're gonna go five hundred again across the board. Five hundred. All right. Let me read these off to you guys before I put them in that fancy uh, fancy graphic. I always do. Marty's got Clemson plus Syracuse. Clemson plus Syracuse. Syracuse. Clemson at Syracuse plus 13 for Syracuse for 200 Sluggo Bucks. Michigan State giving three points to Indiana. This is at Indiana. 250 Sluggo Bucks. And the big one, Pitt minus 4.5 at Virginia Tech uh, for 300 Sluggo Bucks. Beef, Clemson, Syracuse over 
45.5 for 250 bucks. Boston College plus two for 400 bucks. And Alabama minus 17 for 1250 bucks. And all of a sudden, I am a Mississippi State fan. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Locks, Clemson, Syracuse in a lock fight with with beef under 45.5 for 500 slogo bucks. Um, I'm liking locks there, but you know, heck, who knows? Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Buffalo minus 10 and a half, uh, for 500 slogo bucks. Who are they playing? B, uh, locks, do you even know? Or do you I care? know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you, I know you. Locks thought that Buffalo Bills were playing this week. Yeah. And said, Ten and a half. Let me jump on that. Ole Miss minus three playing uh, Tennessee. Where's that game, Locks? It's at Tennessee. Okay. Yep. For five hundred bucks. Does that sound right, guys? Sounds That's great. It. All right, Beef. You got to. Are you chopping it up? Are you guys chopping it up tomorrow night? We are. We're going to be able to do it. Let's do it. We, we got two weeks. We got baseball to talk about. We got some college football. We got Herb. We got Gruden. We got all sorts of good stuff coming tomorrow night. You guys got to with with all that stuff going on with Gruden and Herb and my No, I'm not guys. touching. I'm not touching either one of those to be honest with you. But you know, just to kind of get the crowd riled up. You got a jam packed show, or you, if you wanted a jam packed show, it'd be jam packed. The yeah. chopping beef is a lot of fun. Uh, adult themes and what's the commercial say? Adult themes and situations. Well, situation. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, a lot of fun on that show. And uh, we'll post that on SeldomUserserve.com uh, once once Casey gets it out. All right. Uh, over on SeldomUserserve.com, John Chase and I did our top five, which this week was pretty darn close. I think we had uh, Cincinnati and Alabama reversed one mm-hmm. out of the other. Um I read a little bit about all in for the wins. Uh, it's about a guy who posted on our Facebook page that had all in all over his page. They lose two games and they, he took the all in out uh, <laughs> off of his page. So really he was only all in when Clemson was winning, which, you know, it defeats the whole point of all in today. Uh, John Chancey looked back at last week and tomorrow he's going to look ahead to this week. That sounds kind of awkward. Look ahead to this week. But this week's game's on Saturday. So appreciate John Chancey. Uh, two cents. Uh, Casey's two cents will be coming tomorrow or Friday. He's got writer's block dream. You have oh, yeah. Game? Well, I went I went to bed the other night with this grand idea. It was going to be like it, it was so bad. It was wonderful. And I woke up and I completely forgot what I was doing. <laughs> oh, man. So uh, and literally sat down at the computer like I used to do, too, when I would do a blog and, and just write, free write kind of thing and just try to remember it. It didn't come back. So hopefully tonight, if if my pillow is literally right there, maybe it'll come back to me. I'll write it down and then be able to. But I'm going to have something. I don't want to just throw any anything out there ancillary. So I'm going to have something. Hopefully within tomorrow, Friday. Hey, it happens, and I, I I do some writing for an Astros website, and um, I ran out of things to talk about. Right, so I started this thing where I'm basically doing bullet points now. And baseball is great for this because you just throw out stats and That's people eat it up. Did you know he batted yeah. two forty eight left handed on Tuesdays after seven o'clock? Yeah. <laughs> baseball baseball people love that kind of stuff. So yeah, my style doesn't it doesn't really yeah. work with that kind of stuff. I, unfortunately, I wish it did. I wish it did. I, I know it's it's that's what I was saying. That's why that's great. And like, hey Marty, you gonna contribute this week? Yeah, let me let me find eight crazy stupid numbers, <laughs> throw it up there. I hope you didn't listen to the show. That's the Syracuse sidelines guy. That, that oh, helps. nice. 
that runs that page. Yeah, so yeah. it's a lot of, uh, a lot of fun. It, Anthony Weeks, you listen to Chopping Beef. It's C-H-O-P apostrophe and beef on YouTube. Uh, also, there is a Facebook page as well. Just look us up. We'll, I think it's free. You can just – I know it's free financially, but I think it's there's no explanation needed. Just come join us. C-H-O-P apostrophe and beef. Or, Anthony, you can go to com. Just scroll down to the last Chopping Beef. It's on there, and you can click on there and subscribe yep. and all that. We go we go live on Thursdays at 8 o'clock Eastern. From right there. <clears throat> the live show, Chopping Beef. You can, at least you can find the page and get all the information. Facebook. What are you, live on Facebook, Case? Yeah. yeah. Facebook and, and, uh, Heck, and I YouTube know that. as well. That's where I watch it. Um yeah, I kind of guard that one. You know, I don't put that one out on the seldom use reserve. <laughs> <laughs> What's Chancey saying? Marty's all in article is getting a lot of love on Facebook. Love? Likes. Um, likes. Yeah. Uh, they, didn't, they didn't get no love from the people I'm hearing from. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chancey right. might be, he may have wrote that in the sarcastic font. You just can't yeah. see it on the on the <laughs> phone today. That's and smart. Nelson's saying, wait, Marty's going analytics. Marty, uh, Nelson's I, rubbing off on you a little bit. No, I'm not going to analytics. <laughs> Actually, I was, I would, that's what I was known for, right? When Southern Music Zero before I had all the numbers and stats and that, and, that. and the older I get, and crankier, obviously, um, I'm starting to not believe them. You know, the, the guy, what is it, Nelson, uh, SP Plus, they have Clemson ranked fifth. Right. What the heck? <laughs> I mean, what are we talking about here? Are we not watching with our eyes? You know, yeah, yeah. are we, are we, I mean, and he tell, and Nelson, uh, Nelson said, well, that's because it's got a, a lot of last year's numbers mixed in there. And I get that as a math guy and an analytical guy, I understand why they're there, but they're not the fifth best team in the nation. It's just, it's, it's this madness out there with the, the analytics, they overdo it. And I listen to a lot of podcasts as these guys know, as you guys know, and, and they're all that's all they talk about. They don't even look at the teams. They don't need to. They look at a spreadsheet. Well, they're averaging two point seven yards on third down and 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 their their line yardage is six point nine and they don't even watch the games. And it, it's just mad. There's, to there's nothing games. worse there's nothing worse than stat spitters, you know, yeah. guys that don't watch the games but can tell you, you know, how many touchdowns to interception ratio they got. Just by yeah. ESPN.com. I can't stand that. <laughs> I like I like both, right? But the older I get, as I said, I'm starting to veer back to the eyeball test. That's right. And I don't know what's going to happen this year, but the eyeball test tell me Oklahoma's defense is not number 26, and Clemson is not number five, the fifth best <laughs> team in the nation. Not sure about anything else, but I'm pretty sure about those two. Nalox, good to see you, man. Good luck on Absolutely. your place. Casey, could you get us out of here? Yep, Cindy Lynn Wilson here below says, I agree by three touchdowns. Go Tigers. Thank you, Cindy, for jumping in, Cindy Lynn. Appreciate you. Thanks to everyone in the Seldom News Reserve College Football Discussion Facebook group, especially Nelson Wilhite for all his help, John Chancey for his work on SeldomNewsReserve.com, everyone on Seldom News Reserve, Sluggo Podcast, and each and every one of you who listens, likes, and shares, and participates. We love the comments. Keep them coming. Thanks so much. On behalf of Zach Locks Parker, Marty Seldom News Reserve Coleman. I am Casey the Beef Cregan. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you next week on Sluggo. I think we're done here.